Over the past few years, the city of Madison has been partnering with Wisconsin soybean farmers and other agriculture groups to move its vehicle fleet toward biodiesel. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Biodiesel is a fuel made essentially from soybeans, and it's helping the city reach its goal to cut carbon emissions. Fleet Superintendent Mahanth Joishi tells me about their progress. The city of Madison owns 1,800 vehicles total. That's including all the different departments, including Metro and Water Utility, Police Department, Fire Department, the Streets Department that does garbage pickup, recycling, plowing the streets in the wintertime, um, and many other agencies and doing important work. So how many of those vehicles run on some blend of, uh, of biofuel? So we have close to 500 trucks that are running on biodiesel right now. We're up to B20 in the warmer months, B5 in the winter months. That's 5% biodiesel. is known as B5, 20% biodiesel, known as B20. And then 17 trucks are now running on 100% biodiesel year-round. Now, that was kind of a special project to kind of retrofit these vehicles to be able to run on B100. Mm-hmm. And so you're at 17. What's the goal? What's the progress? The goal is to get all 500 units on 100% biodiesel year-round by the year 2030 to get us almost entirely out of fossil fuel uh, diesel by then and then electrify everything else. So cars and medium-duty will hopefully all be electric. All of our heavy-duty trucks that we can't electrify will hopefully be running on B100 and will be decarbonized. Obviously, in order to get to 100% biofuel or to get to 100% electric in, in your different areas, mm-hmm. you got to have the infrastructure, the power to charge those electric batteries, and then the availability of biodiesel. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what that looks like? Sure. So we um, have around 60 electric vehicle charging stations right now for 94 electric vehicles that the city owns and manages and runs. That includes three metro buses that are known as um, a brand called Proterra that uh, is running metro. And the metro's new BRT system will be entirely electric as well. And there's federal funding that's coming in for that. We also have, uh, a lot of folks might not know, the first electric fire truck to be put into service in North America is right here in Madison. The Pierce Volterra made in Wisconsin, in Appleton, by Pierce Manufacturing. And that went into service in May 2021 and has been running ever since, responding to real scenes every day. Out of Station 8, which is two miles away from where we are here at Nakusa Trail. Can you remind us why this is a focus for the city of Madison? When we reduce our carbon emissions, carbon dioxide particularly is harmful for local air quality and the health of residents here in Madison. And then there's a global effect of greenhouse gases that come from carbon dioxide emissions. By electrifying and going to biodiesel, we significantly reduce the amount of carbon dioxide we're putting into the air for these important operations. So we still need to run firefighting. We still need to run policing and to plow the streets and and all of that. But we can do it in a better, more environmentally friendly way by using biodiesel and by using electric vehicles. And a great thing about all of our biodiesel, it comes from the Midwest. It comes from Wisconsin itself. And the main feedstock is soybean, which is plentiful in places like Iowa and Wisconsin and Michigan and Illinois, throughout the Midwest, really, which is the capital for soybean of our country, right? And that can be turned into fuel. We don't need to get our fuel from far away. We can get it from right here in Wisconsin. And it's all processed right in Dane County at a plant that's run by REG Chevron uh, in DeForest, which is nearby. 
So we support local jobs at the plant, and then we support farming jobs from our soybean farmers, all of them in Wisconsin. Can you tell me what you've learned so far in this biofuel journey? Because when did you start making the move towards more biodiesel, and what have you learned throughout this process? So we started the biodiesel program in 2018 that we have now. We started with the lower blends like B5 and B10, and then we eventually went to B20 in the warmer months. It's worked fine for us. We haven't seen any impact to our operations by going to biodiesel. And we get the supply from REG, which is very close by. That's uh, convenient for us. And it costs about the same as regular diesel. We've had to do some work on infrastructure that you mentioned. The uh, 17 trucks that run on B100 use a technology from a company called Optimus that's based out of Pittsburgh. And that technology takes the radiant heat that every engine gives out traps that heat and warms the tank so that we can run B100 year-round. One of the issues with biodiesel is its cold weather properties. It has a higher freezing point than regular diesel, and that causes something called gelling that a lot of folks might have heard of that operate diesel equipment or farm equipment even. You can prevent gelling completely by heating the tank. We ran all winter with those 17 trucks without a problem on B100. So the equipment is handling it well. It handles it just fine. Uh, In fact, our operators and our mechanics uh, don't even see a difference in the operation of the truck or the maintenance of the truck. And you can go back and forth. So we can do biodiesel now, switch back to regular diesel if we have to, and switch back to biodiesel. That's something a lot of people don't know. Uh, Even with the Optimus technology vehicles, we can go back and forth if we need to. Uh, So if someone has a supply issue and they want to get regular diesel, that's fine. There's no change to the operations of a fleet because of biodiesel. What have you seen since this transition, since 2018? Have you seen a change or savings in cost? Do you have any metrics for us on maybe how much carbon you've reduced, anything like that? We track every pound of carbon dioxide that we've reduced, and we're up to over 11 million pounds now since 2018. A large majority of that is biodiesel. Because we only have 94 electric vehicles, so I mentioned some of the types. We have other ones, the Chevy Bolts, the Nissan Leafs, we have some Teslas. We have electric forklifts, we have electric golf carts. I mentioned the fire truck, and we're getting more of those. And many other cities hopefully will be as well. Even with all of that, that's 94 vehicles. But running 500 of them on B5, B20, B100 is much more carbon dioxide saved. Now, electric cars aren't cheap. So do you see, though, any kind of return on investment in, in making these investments in kind of these high-price items, including, you know, the retrofitting and, and things like that? Every electric vehicle we buy is saving us money in the long run because powering an electric vehicle costs much less than gasoline and fluctuates a lot less. So if you own a car and anyone listening here that owns a car knows gas prices don't just stay at where they are. They go up and down, very volatile. They can double from year to year. They can go back down. They can go back up. It's hard to predict and hard to make a budget for your family. Or for a fleet like ours, we buy millions of gallons of fuel. So it's very hard for us to predict our budget for fuel. However, electricity uh, is regulated by the Public Service Commission of Wisconsin, and the prices are not going to fluctuate. So we can plan for future years how much power costs. We're estimating it'll cost about a third to power a vehicle with electricity versus buying gasoline for it. So that savings adds up year after year. If we run a car for 10 years, like most of our cars, you will see the savings in the early years of that. Maintenance costs a lot less for electric vehicles as well, less than half of the gasoline equivalent. So you pay a little bit more up front. You pay for charging. 
uh, you install the charging station, and then you'll see the savings for years to come, millions of dollars in our case. Now, soybean growers have played a role in this through a partnership with the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Mm -hmm. Do you get to talk to soybean growers often, or or what kind of interaction is there, and what's been the response from them who may not be in the city of Madison, but may be seeing the impact through another way, like their market? So, yeah, I'm I'm meeting soybean farmers all the time, uh, including the, the soybean directors for the United Soybean Board, the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. These are partners of ours. We've gotten expertise and funding from them, not just for biodiesel, but we've learned a lot about other products like soybean oil-based tires, which is another way um, to support the Midwestern economy as well as ecology because they're better for the environment. We have over a 1,000 of them, uh, mostly on our police cars, and they actually have better cold weather properties. So these tires are superior. They're made by Goodyear, a reputable company. So I was just in Washington, D.C. for a meeting with the United Soybean Board, and a number of soybean farmers were there, and we interacted. And uh, it was a lot of fun, um, actually, to to learn about what they do and uh, for them to learn about what we do as a city fleet. And so uh, that's been educational. There's also um, a curriculum that's been developed nationally for fleet managers that Tyson and I have both completed Uh, There's a certificate right there, the American Lung Association Bio-Based Academy. And the Lung Association is another partner of ours. We helped develop that curriculum to teach you about the products, about biodiesel, about soybean tires, about hand soap that can be made out of soy, about floor cleaner that can be made out of soybean, and many other products. Uh, The shoes I'm wearing are actually biodegradable, and they're starting to make shoes out of soybean. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's a cool product um, that... I'm hoping one day they'll make work boots out of them that our staff here could use. Soybean steel toes, maybe? Right. <laughs> we'll buy them. If, if someone makes them, we'll buy those. Now, another thing unique about the Madison Fleet Department is the building it's housed in. Because not only are you looking for sustainability on the road, you're also where you're storing your vehicles. Can you tell me the significance of this building in this journey to become eco-friendly? Yes. So this uh, building is LEED Gold certified by the U.S. Green Business Council. That's a very high standard uh, for environmental features. So we have over 800 solar panels on the roof here in the building we're in, which takes care of most of our power needs, most of our hot water needs. We have a solar heating wall that takes care of a large part of our heating needs in the winter for the light duty shop uh, where our cars are fixed. It's very comfortable throughout with natural lighting And uh, the temperature is the same throughout the building with the building systems that we have. We also have solar-powered electric vehicle charging, which is off the grid completely. Very clean way to power our electric vehicles is from the sun. We have six of those outside. We also have radiant heat from the ground underneath the the concrete using natural gas, uh, which is also an environmentally friendly fuel, alternative energy fuel. This particular building was the first one in North America to get LEED Gold certification for a municipal auto garage that we know of. We're still the only one. Secondly, it's named the number three greenest garage in North America by the Fleet Managers Association. So we're proud to bring those awards here to Wisconsin and Madison specifically. A lot of firsts for you. The first electric fire Mm -hmm. truck you told me and then the first building to become LEED certified in North America. Mm -hmm. What does that do for morale for, you know, employment, especially in a time where we face labor shortages? Yeah, so a couple things. I believe that Madison and Wisconsin and the rest of the Midwest should be leading the world in this area. And we want to set an example for the rest of the world to tackle 
the earth's most difficult problems. And we can do that in partnership with our farming communities and our our processing facilities that I mentioned are are in town. And there's a, a large number of biodiesel producers throughout the Midwest, not just Wisconsin. Iowa actually has the most Illinois is a big uh, biodiesel processing state and soybean growing state. Michigan, Indiana can benefit from from these efforts. And for staff morale, I think it's good for our staff to know that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, that we're setting a model for our community and other communities. The city of Madison Fleet is also looking forward to another first, the first wood chipper to run on B100. Mahath Joyshi tells me why this is so significant. In the garage right now, you're coming at a special moment, is a big wood chipper that's made by a company called Moorbark. Uh, they make um, heavy equipment. Uh, it's a large wood chipper. It takes the wood pile that our community creates, the branches and logs that uh, of dead trees or trees that have fallen over in storms and that kind of thing. And our streets department m- grinds that down into mulch with this large wood chipper. It's here right now because we're going to start work on a B100 system from the Optimist company on that wood chipper. It'll be the first one ever. The first B100 wood chipper, it takes about 60 gallons of diesel an hour. By converting that to B100, it will be the most environmentally friendly unit we have in terms of CO2 savings. We're estimating about 86-87% of the CO2 will be reduced every hour of every day that it's operating on B100. And that's a lot of fuel. That's a lot of emissions. That's a progress report from Mahath Joyshi, superintendent of the City of Madison Fleet, on how they're working to reduce carbon emissions in partnership with Wisconsin soybean growers. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.